The following podcast is for information purposes only and is not suitable for retail investors. Hello and welcome to the Momentum Chart of the Week podcast. Today is Thursday, the 1st of September, and I'm joined by Lorenzo Laposta. Today we'll be talking about the euro. Lorenzo, what's been happening with the euro? Hi, Ben. Um, Thanks for having me and hello to all of our very faithful listeners which I'm hoping are here connected with us today. Um, as mentioned, uh, you know, it's, it's worth discussing a little bit about the euro um, and especially you know, the exchange rate uh, against uh, the US dollars. Um, the you know, exchange rate between two currencies uh, move constantly and they reflect mostly the market demand for one currency relative to the other. And the reasons why rates move um, are many. There is uh, Um, you know, fluctuations uh, caused by changes in one economy's balance of trade or perhaps changing levels of inflation um, or simply um, an interest in uh, a certain economy's assets or um, even interest rate differentials. And it's all about relative changes of one currency to the other, hence one economy um, to the other. We have seen um, the euro being stronger than uh, the US dollar since um, uh, you know, its uh, creation effectively about 20 years ago. Its, um, its peak was about in 2008 at about $1.58. Uh, we've seen that declining ever since um, up to maybe about $1.2 um, per euro at the end of 2020. Uh, but since then, we've been a very strong and sharp correction and the um, uh, the exchange rate had dropped below one early last week and uh, it touched an intraday low of um, $0.9934 for euro. Now, um, obviously the parity between US dollar and euro is not uh, necessarily important in that is, you know, one is just a number, but is a sort of mental barrier between the two currencies uh, that has been breached. And um, I certainly had a strong resonance on the media out there. Okay, and what does this decline in the euro mean for the eurozone area? Well, you know, it's first of all important to analyze um, why in the first place um, that exchange rate came down from, you know, 1.6 14 years ago to one today. And um, especially, um, you know, it's important discussing the dramatic decline that we've seen in the past six months or so. Uh, most of that, well, part of that is being the US dollar strength as, um, you know, against all other currencies. Um, markets have been looking for a safe haven uh, in a period of market turmoil, but also has been the euro itself declining. Um, you know, the eurozone has um, been struggling with the effects of the Russia-Ukraine conflict. Inflation has hit record levels, um, is expected to remain high when gas prices have reached record levels. And there is um, fears in the Eurozone of a complete shutoff of Russian gas. Um, that obviously, you know, in response to European sanctions um, to um, the country's invasion of Ukraine. Um, many countries have been implementing plans to Russian energy usage over the winter months. Uh, so, you know, obviously um, high inflation, high cost of living, um, and fears of a, um, an economic slowdown, which is already undergoing to some extent, um, have been uh, rising concerns around uh, the health of the Eurozone. 
and plus, you know, political instability in Italy and just a gloomy outlook for the entire economic area have contributed to, um, you know, just causing further outflows uh, away from uh, European assets and uh, euro-denominated assets, in particular to the US dollar. The um, ECB recently raised rates for the first time since 2011 uh, with a 50 basis points hike, um, which, you know, is high on an absolute perspective, uh, surprised many, uh, but the pace of its rate hikes is lagged behind those of other uh, major central banks, uh, which cause further outflows as uh, obviously savers search for more attractive returns on their cash. Um, speculators out there in financial markets have, have been predicting um, further declines in the euro. Um, there is a net short position of, of 44,000 future contracts uh, that is built up, up there. So should uh, the currency continue to decline, it may just exacerbate the high levels of inflation uh, by increasing the cost of imports and damaging further the Eurozone consumer confidence, which is already uh, pretty low, in my opinion. However, there is an upside to that, or at least a potential turnaround um, with further ECB rate hikes expected. Um, and also some early indications that the continent energy crisis may not be as bad as previously feared. There is a chance that uh, this widespread outflow away from the euro could reverse and currency could stage a recovery in the long run. Thanks for your insight, Lorenzo. That's really helpful and looking forward to talking next week. Thank you, Ben. See you next week. For professional advisors only, the views expressed are those of Momentum Global Investment Management at the time of recording and are subject to change without notice. Momentum Global Investment Management has used all reasonable efforts to ensure the accuracy of the information contained in this communication, but we cannot guarantee the reliability, completeness or accuracy of the content. This podcast is for information purposes only and does not constitute investment advice or an offer or solicitation to buy or sell. Momentum Global Investment Management, company registration number 37330094 has its registered office at the Rex Building, 62 Queen Street, London, EC4R1EB. Momentum Global Investment Management Limited is authorised and regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority in the United Kingdom, registration number 232357, and is exempt from the requirements of Section 71 of the Financial Advisory and Intermediary Services Act 37 of 2002 in South Africa. In terms of the FSCA FAIS Notice 141 of 2021, published on the 15th of December 2021. For complaint relating to Momentum Global Investment Management's financial services, please contact distribution services at momentum.co.uk. Your capital is at risk.